0: This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader, helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to years of code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere sell anywhere listeners you are going to thank me today because listen i am always giving that's just what i do you know it and there is the place right of, of productivity and, and all that all of that but man it is so easy to get burnt out or really even to get flipped around in the pursuit of that and i believe in productivity with purpose and not losing your purpose in the midst of that. And I have, just through a, a series of recent events have come across someone and um, just wanted to have someone on the show that could help us to bring balance uh, to, our, to ourselves, to, um, to really make sure that we're working in a way that is not just productive in terms of producing cash or producing end results, but it's producing literally what we want what we really really truly want and so we have brooke green and she is a lot of things Uh, she is a realtor she's also a yoga instructor and i'm going to be uh tapping into her mind here and so um if that's something you've never tried before or you you know you're you're, you're, you're not really sure what it is listen stay here with us. Stay here with us. This is going to be some good stuff. And even after we're done with a little bit of an interview, uh, Brooke is going to take us on a, uh, a guided meditation of sorts. So anyway, Brooke, welcome to the show, woman.
1: Hi, thank you, Johnny, so much. I am excited to be here with you today and all your listeners.
0: So this is the Sell Anywhere podcast. I need to know your current situation. Where are you at right now?
1: Currently in our home office at our retreat yoga studio, it's really great to just be here and you know work, but also do the things that I love, being at home, practicing yoga, being with my kitty, <laughs> and um, just being in a safe, sacred space all the time. It really feels like it really feels right rather than going to an office, rushing to get there.
0: Mm. I, I, yeah. I love that. I love that. Even that what you just now said, sacred space. I want to, uh, we're going to dig into that because I really feel that there is a synergy, right, between the space that we're in and, mm-hmm. and, and what we actually are, are creating because it has everything to do, right, with mindset but uh, so I, I want to dig into that but um, really before we go anywhere smells don't sell I've got to know about this Brooke <laughs> what is this what was that
1: yes okay so smells don't sell was my first business I started <laughs> college I kind of grew up in real estate uh, my whole family I was drugged to showings and I'm like holding my nose like are you sure you want to buy this house um, but and on the other side as well, at listing appointments, people just go nose blind of their environment, of the homes they're in. And it's mm. not, not anything bad. It's it's just if you're trying to sell your house, if you have people coming in like we do all the time, Airbnb guests, yoga clients, we've got to make sure we have a really clean air, but also like really inviting essential oils going. I'm like looking around the office right now. I've got a diffuser in here going, of course, with like brain power and eucalyptus. So I just really think that using those plant medicines, using that sense to invite people into a home can really just make a world of a difference. It's the first thing you feel when you walk into a room. It's the energy, it's the vibration, and if we can make a, a little bit of a difference in that, it's so valuable.
0: Wow. Okay, so talk to me about that. So you, you've, you've really hit on, Brooke, some areas where a lot of us don't focus on. Mm-hmm. If, I were, if I were to be transparent, my workspace has oftentimes resembled a bird's nest. <laughs> 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 Just yes. a collection of things everywhere. And I, and I know, obviously, that you know, a clean environment does, uh, you know, the mind and body good, like, like, speak to that, like, what does that do for someone who's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're talking to me about vibration and stuff like that. Yeah. But Brooke, this does something practically too. What does this do for the brain and, and creativity? What happens?
1: Absolutely. So when you're centered and aligned with your purpose, passion, mission, you're ultimately putting out that same vibration. So things manifesting things come naturally it's not you don't have this energy shield of I'm too busy I'm too worried I'm not present in my purpose and my passion for what I'm doing and ultimately that's going to attract the same thing so you'll start to feel this this systematic wave of wow I think everything is happening so great for me lately I wonder why oh well maybe that's because I've been Consistently practicing yoga or meditation, or even just five minutes of being still in the morning before you start reacting to other people's needs and desires. So, I think that's so important. And then we live in a, a society today that is, it's all external, it's all external noise. You have to have this, you have to have that in order to be success. But sometimes, especially women, we get to that success ladder. We have everything, but we are just still not fulfilled. so I think it comes back to starting with what really what do I really want in life? what really means success, freedom, happiness to me, and sit with sit with that presently, ask yourself that question, maybe journal on it. that's gonna bring so much enlightening to what you're really trying to do with the world, like what your soul's. Purpose is trying to do with the world.
0: Mm. So I, I love how you mentioned that that moment in the morning. Mm-hmm. Brooke, do you know do you know what the most common practice in America is first thing in the morning?
1: I would assume it's rolling over and looking at their phone and scrolling. Got the phone! Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's that, right? People grab their phone. And when you grab your phone, it is literally that first distraction. It's that mm-hmm. first thing that you tell your brain where it's like, I'm not alive for me and for my purpose. It's whatever – if it's emails, right, it's whatever all these other people want. Or if it's the social media stuff, it's maybe it's living up to this image of other people. But it's like from the very get-go, we're telling ourselves something.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. so talk to me about that morning practice a little bit then. And, and I know you, you gave a, a little bit of a, a sample there, but so – like well like how how can how can I be more intentional by by the first thing that happens in my morning?
1: Mhm, yes, so first thing in the morning, I think it's important. I personally wake up with the sun or maybe a little bit earlier, but just whenever my my body feels it's it's rested, it's time to get up and I know that's not always possible for everybody. We might need alarms and that's totally fine, but that's even more of an excuse to just go straight to the scrolling and straight to the, Oh, I might as well check my emails here. And then you just, you delay your actual practice. That's going to be, you're going to get so distracted. You're not going to get the most important task done. Cullen's all about your MITs. Um, So he makes me write them down and it's like, That's something I look at right after I journal, meditate, do yoga. And I think just being in that alignment with your purpose is so important. And it's, it's so easy to get distracted with everything else.
0: Mm. One little thing I'm just going to share with some people. Uh, This is, this is free of charge again. This is just because, (laughs) because I love you. Um, I think the biggest enemy Brooke of, of, um, of mankind and creativity and power and efficacy and freedom, I think it's this snooze button. Mm, yes. Right? I <clears throat> because we're we're telling ourselves, I'm gonna do something, and almost without fail, mm-hmm.
2: the,
0: the very first thing that people are, are saying is, Oh, not yet.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm,
0: not yet. And like literally, that's it's almost like saying that's the kind of life they have to live, and that's you know, going back to what you were saying about being in alignment with purpose, it almost feels like that's like polar opposite.
1: Yes. And if you're not, if you're not like showing up for yourself, how yeah. are you going to show up in the rest of the world? You're not going to, you're not going to be at your highest potential. Nobody's going to be driven towards you or listen to you at all because you've already let yourself down. If you said, oh, tomorrow I'm going to get up and and go to the gym or do a little stretching or quiet in mind before I start working because it's easy. We're entrepreneurs. We have a ton of things to do throughout the day. It's an endless to-do list. We all know that. But does that really matter most? I think what matters most is your happiness. Why Like, why did you decide to go this route so you can be free, so you could be happy, so you can make a difference in the world in some way or form?
0: Ooh, salespeople. Listen here. Listen here because really, Brooke, what you just now hammered in when you said promise is broken, right? If, if, if in your mind you're breaking promises to yourself, you're literally going to be speaking to someone and selling whatever it is you're trying to sell them. And if you're breaking promises to yourself, do you think you're going to believe the promises you're making this other person? No, right? And do you, do you think that might actually weaken your stance on what you're selling, what you're doing? What's that going to do to your belief? So that's, that's super cool. Tell, tell me this, Brooke. You, you work you, around other realtors. I don't know if you go into the office, but I'm sure you see them on a regular basis. And, and I, know, I know your fiancé, is uh, he's Mr. Go, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, produce, produce, produce. When you look at that mentality and you, you see what people are doing, they're, they're breaking themselves a lot of times. Where, mm-hmm. does, where does yoga fit in? Like this is this is something you lead. This is you can see this as an answer. Like give me, give me the answers. What's what's happening there?
1: Yes. So I wish I could say I'm really great at selling yoga and telling people they really need to slow down. And (laughs) but that's just not really our society. I think people have to hit rock bottom, like I did, maybe um, in a burnout, in a overproduction. Where's belittling my value just bending over backwards for my clients and trying to get a sale just commission breath in real estate Mm, mm. so but ultimately that's not going to get you anywhere it's just going to exhaust you further and and that's not even that's not fulfilling if you're showing up like that every day you're not only doing a disjustice to yourself, but to everyone else, everyone else. Nobody wants to be around you when you're, you're not at your highest, greatest self. So I just think that's why yoga and meditation is so important because at the end of your practice, the whole series, you know, whatever it is, a short series, a long series, but the, the sun salutations, the standing asanas, the sitting asanas, lying down, being still, meditating, breathing deeply. At the end of all of that, you have stimulated the nervous system and you have ultimately like, aligned with happiness, your happiness in the body, in the mind, completely. It's I've actually learned recently, it's the vagus nerve, which is like the 10th cranial nerve that is really stimulated, and that's something you can't get with any other drug, any other practice except through yoga and meditation. And so I've really found that that is what makes me fill my own cup in the morning before mm-hmm. I can go fill others.
0: Fill your own cup, right? The uh, What they always say, put your put your mask on before you help anyone else
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yes
0: Uh, a lot a lot of us are running and and going and, and starting from an empty cup All right, just wanted to take a real quick break here because I want you to go and hit the pause button and go over and connect with me on social media because if you're not there like first off how can we even be called friends right I want you to find me on LinkedIn I want you to find me on instagram and it's donnie tuttle d-o-n-n-i-e tuttle t-u-t-t-l-e and let's connect because here's the deal any of those little thought nuggets any of those you know those things are happening to me throughout my week you are going to be able to connect with and boy i'd love to interact with you so go ahead and do that let's keep the interaction going let's keep the party going and now back to the show the stress what, what salespeople do and leaders and, and entrepreneurs are doing it is stressful it is demanding and sometimes we get in the habit of being the hero or saying yes to too many things or maybe we think we're the only ones that can do it, but we end up going and maybe burning out or you know like just uh, <laughs> push, you know swallowing another cup of coffee and demanding you know, these, these high stress things get done and, and not refueling, like, I guess when, when you see that kind of person, Mm -hmm. like, I guess I'm wondering like how, like, and you're telling me yoga, Donnie, try yoga, try this. Like, what does it look like? Like how often, when, in, in what should I expect? Like, what would I, what would the benefits be to me?
1: Right. Right. That's a great question. So, some of my students that have found yoga, they came to my class first time they've ever done yoga. They just always heard, okay, it's good for me, let me try it out. And they're coming one day a week. And after about three to four weeks, they're saying, they're coming to me saying, this is the best investment in myself I could ever make. Like they want to be there even more than one day a week. They wish it worked with their work schedule. So I just think it takes the motivation to get into it, but also it doesn't have to be so complex. You don't have to commit and make this a a, a full on three hour practice in the morning like like I try to do most of the days. So it doesn't really have to be that discipline because that's not yoga. Yoga is Finding a meditation, finding the peace and the joy in the present moment, and that is enlightenment ultimately, you can be practicing yoga in a form, one of the eight limbs of yoga, just by looking outside in the morning and noticing the sun as it comes over the tree line and then the the uh, after the rain affects the smell just really being present and full and in touch with nature but also noticing that everything you need is already within you and when you go throughout your day with that confidence and abundance mindset you're more likely to make more sales I'm just gonna say it like sales are gonna happen because you aren't so desperate
0: Hmm. Where, where have you have you heard stories or maybe can you share your own maybe at like what was the before and what was the after in terms of this
1: absolutely so before i went to bali to get my 200 hour yoga certification and like a 30 day intensive i was primarily doing real estate and focusing on production just mainly taking on buyers because i was kind of newer to the to the team but I was bending over backwards for my buyers, my clients, which because I'm just a giver, and I just want to help people. But because I was so desperately doing it, like, you know, 6 a.m., midnight, responding, that kind of crossed the the lines of a lot of my personal care time that I needed. Mm. So... And then when I went to Bali and it was only personal care and, and growth and self-love and being in nature, practicing, devoting to this practice and the, these ancient wisdom teachings, it's, it really showed me a lot. And also just in the community, you see people just so happy, and they to us, they have nothing, but they have everything. So and was that kind of awakening? And I always get reminded with little situations like that. Just come back to the here and now.
0: Love it. Talk talk to me about this. This is this is something I've got to admit, Brooke. I mean, I'm a very open-minded person, and I've you know done yoga and things like that. But I've, I've I I can remember a time where maybe I was a little more staunch in some of my religious beliefs. Okay, a lot more, and um, and it almost felt like an invasion. Of um just religious, and we'll just say like a Christian type of um uh you know mindset. Um can that coexist? Does that coexist? I believe it does, but I just wanted to hear, I know you're in Knoxville, which is right in the heart of the Bible belt, and I just wanted to hear um your take on that.
1: Yes, Donnie. So this is a thing that a lot of people struggle with, but to me, I've I've studied Christian. Religion all my life, I went to a private Christian school growing up. It was a boarding school with about thirty people in my graduating class, and half of them were from Asia and japan mm. and I learned a lot from them even though even though we were all studying the Bible together their their outlooks their compassion their just nurturing and understanding and we as As Christians, and I hate to say it because I mean I'm a Christian too, but it's definitely a judgmental. Mm. Like it's this is right and this is wrong, but no other religion believes in that. Most of them are like, oh, there's a balance. There's a balance. There's an understanding. Um, just it's it's so important to find and appreciate every part of nature and every part of yourself and learn from it like see that as a lesson so when people come to me and they're they're asking about yoga is it a religion and no yoga is a science and yoga is is already something that you can practice you don't have to go deep into the philosophy of yoga and find where it was from but it was actually something that women couldn't practice in the East. It was something that ultimately connected you more to God and gave you that bridge that they didn't let women practice it. But, you know, now we've kind of seen the Western world move a little bit further to that where women are teaching. And and that's even great. Like, I love that even more. And we even put a, like a different spin on yoga, you know, different forms of modernizing yoga. So finding the right class that works for you, the right teacher that works for you is very important as well because you want to relate to your teacher. My teacher of six years was actually the one who encouraged me to become a teacher and get my license and certifications. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm not ready. But it was ultimately Cullen and her that were pushing me encouraging me to just be vulnerable share my story share how yoga has changed my life and also it's gonna help me grow further as well because public speaking everybody has a fear of public speaking <laughs> as you may know yes but doing the things that get us a little bit uncomfortable that's where we're gonna see growth so
0: was so good and, and listen I mean you know to me this is all a part of creation, right? And, uh, it's, it's interesting how oftentimes, uh, Western sometimes locks out Eastern and, uh, it's, it's absolutely beneficial. It's, it's helpful. And, um, even if you just take from it, um, uh, like if you look at cornerstones of change in people's lives, uh, they say that if you can, if you can start with the one, the biggest domino. They said is is exercise, and mm-hmm. if you were if you were able to do this on a regular basis, it just puts you in much more control. It's one of those promises kept that helps you to right to to continue that. I want to I want to ask you in terms of um, oh, like I've got to admit, listen, in in my lifestyle, Brooke, we're we're gearing up to um, to leave here in a week. And, and, um, it's, it's not a major change in time zones, but it's a change in our environment. It's a change in, I've got you know, find my new office space and all of these things. And if I were to be honest, which I always am, it takes about a full week to a week and a half to really truly adjust and, and reset. And I, I think a part of it, I think it might be, you might have some of the keys to that. So I'm wondering maybe if you could maybe give a little bit of guidance in terms of how all of that might work into a good routine and just re-establishing a base level, if you will.
1: Absolutely, yes. So as you may know, some of the um, physical disruptions in our arcadian rhythms like sleep and jet lag are going to be one of the most um, damaging I guess I could say damaging to our bodies and our health and our, our physically groundedness because you you're not really grounded when you're traveling a lot which I love to travel but it takes a lot out of you so I completely understand I think sleep is definitely the most important in well-being right under that meditation Grounding meditation in specific for traveling. So that would look like just sitting nice and tall, maybe on a cushion in a hotel room. They give you two pillows, just throw one on the floor, maybe roll it up, and just sitting there in stillness, feeling that connection from the tailbone up of like just reminding yourself, I'm here. I'm whole, I'm home in my body. Those little mantras are gonna do wonders to making you feel complete and whole and back to the patterns. But the actual sleep cycles is going to be, I really suggest yoga nidra at night or you can do it during the day as well. A full yoga nidra is about as equal as four hours of deep theta sleep.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. That's, that is impressive. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you into my world for a second. And then I'm I'm going to ask that. um, Can, can we do that little bit of a, I, I don't, I don't know what would be beneficial to these, these busy people who sometimes um, you know, are struggling to have a life that works because their work is sitting in front of them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a an example. So just of, of, um, uh, of, of a constant, and it's like it's one of those annoyances. And I, and I, I'm going to ask you to, uh, to lead us in. In you can tell us what it is, and and then just take us there if you would. But um, since we've been here in Mexico, I'm looking. I have a an office in a space uh, in the second floor of our house, and it sounds probably more luxurious than it is. It's pretty nice, but it's. Um, but as I look out, there are probably more dogs than humans in this city of San Miguel de Allende. And I'm looking up at um, where my arch nemesis is. And this dog literally barks about mm-hmm. twice every second throughout the entire day. So 84,600 seconds, seconds a day <laughs> it's barking. <laughs> and, uh, and yesterday, so that was going on. And then there were some things um, my office isn't necessarily, uh, this one isn't uh, insulated from the rest of the house as well as they normally are. And so I'm, I'm hearing some kid things going on and you know, just the pressures and you know, getting everything ready for um, our next move, and so all of these things are there. And at the same time, right? It's just those those normal things that are happening with uh, with the job and 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 the uh, I wouldn't say pressure, but the you know the pushing and the advancing and the doing things. And and I'm doing videos, but I can't because a dog is and you can't do videos when a dog is barking. And so, like, I just want you to picture like like those that this is what's there but I know that there is, there is, a, there is a calm, and, and I'm, I'm, get, I'm gonna ask you to bring me to the calm.
1: Yes, so external noise is difficult. We live in an external world, as we spoke about before, so we're too worried about what other people think, we're too worried about what's going on in the other room, and we really have this power within us to kind of quiet that external noise, to quiet the mind. Our internal noise, the monkey mind, <laughs> and it's something that takes practice for sure. But I, it will come. It will come. I promise. It's something that can be practiced, can be learned, can be changed. And I'm not saying I'm a master at quieting external noise yet, because I can totally relate. I've had that situation. Um, but it's it's something that just challenges you to dig a little deeper. So it's you gotta have a little bit more faith in yourself. But
0: so, so take us like what whether it's me in that scenario or whether it's someone else who has been looking at the laundry piled up or someone else who is really uh trying to live up to certain expectations or a certain whatever. Like maybe bring us back to center a little bit. I'll I'm I'm just I'm actually I'm gonna pop my mic out here and I'm gonna I'll stand or sit or whatever you want me to do. I'm just gonna do what you tell me. I'm your yeah. robot,
1: okay, so when we are just overwhelmed, there's so much to do. we're not in our, the right space. we're just living in the future in the past, you know, anxiety or depression, or we are just completely overwhelmed. There's a time we can we can acknowledge that and come to this tool of yoga nidra and I don't know if you want me to do a yoga nidra or just a little meditation, something you could do quick and the daily yoga nidra is kind of a longer thing to put you to sleep, but I can let you know where there's some really great tools for free to, to get that as well.
0: Sure. We'll, we'll put that in the, uh, in the show links. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm already, um, I'm wearing A leotard, and (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm not, but um, (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't have to be, right? I'm okay? No, no, no. um, You can um, do this
1: wherever you are. (laughs) You could be be on a plane and do this.
2: Ah, all right.
1: All right, so coming to your seat and finding stillness,
2: gently closing the eyes. Just noticing the breath, where it lies. Maybe it's short and heavy in the chest. Just acknowledging that. And with
1: awareness, you can deepen your inhales and send it to the belly and into the
2: legs. Reaching the spine nice and long. The crown of the head reaches to the sky.
1: Maybe the navel tucks in just a little so you have more space on every vertebrae.
2: Relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the jaw, and the space between the eyebrows. As the mind starts to wander and come back to the to-do list, just simply come back to the breath. Notice the breath as it enters through the nostrils. Fills the body. Notice the space right above the physical body where touch happens, where you
1: feel you're sitting on your chair or on the floor.
2: Just grounding and connecting to that space and energy. And noticing the present moment, your presence is your power Your presence is your freedom, and your presence is your happiness. Just be fully present in your moment, in the moments to come, finding the gratitude in the stillness and then gently come back to the awareness of the physical body Maybe wiggling the fingers
1: and the toes. Gently opening the eyes so you can take the hands out to heart space just to kind of close and honor
2: this practice and this moment you took for yourself. It's a small win, but it's a great one. Mm. Namaste, thank you. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel, I feel like a million bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your presence is your freedom. All right. So (laughs) I do feel altered. How long, Mm -hmm. how long, how long was that?
1: So that was only about seven minutes, I believe, maybe five.
2: Mm.
1: I wasn't really counting, but it's it doesn't take a very long time to, to come into that stillness and awareness and, Gratitude.
0: So, so this is this is interesting, and this is just going along with um, you know I'm, I'm sitting down and relaxing, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, to go with the um, the science of productivity, they say that the most productive people are the ones who've learned how to take breaks, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a practice I started a while back myself, and I'm not always on it. But usually I am, and that, for me, means taking a break every hour to every two hours, depending on where my state of flow is, so to speak. But when, when you get to that little break, again, those breaks are, those are for you. Literally, we're talking about 10 minutes, 15 minutes per hour or per two hours of time. And what happens is, is because your your brain is fresh and and uh, and, and you are, you're, you're recentered back on just being yourself. You're, you're way more creative. You're way more productive. You're just better.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: you just gave us something <laughs> that literally took seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know anyone in the whole world that couldn't take seven minutes every hour or every other hour.
1: Yes. Exactly. And that's honestly why I made it a little shorter because it doesn't take that long. It's not like you're signing up for, <laughs> oh, i got to take a whole, you know, it's not like me signing up for a showing across town. It's going to take, you know, a couple hours out of my day. It's going to take you stepping away from the to-do list, stepping away from the overwhelming or the work that's getting a little bit blurred and just re realigning with what it, what are you here for what are you doing what is it that brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment because if we're doing that in our work in our creative work which is the gift we have as business owners and entrepreneurs everybody's going to feel that and be drawn to that authenticity and be drawn to that vision and purpose so that's so important to do as you're working and you'll you'll produce the best so mm,
0: i love it this is this has been so helpful brooke um you know and just a just a quick note to those people out there maybe who are not entrepreneurs or they, they, they have they have a process or a mechanism that they're following um you know brooke you keep bringing us back to the place of of that that being very aware of of self and, um, you know, some people could say, oh, that's selfish. And, you know, it, it, like this, that's not what we're talking about at all. But when you work with a, with a company, with a process, and, and processes are great and, and, and companies are great and mechanisms are great. But, you know, it's, I kind of equate it to machinery, that it's, mm-hmm. great, it's great when it works. But if you're not careful, you're going to get caught up and mangled in it. And so this is just one of those practices that keeps you – as the operator, um, and, and allows you to, um, to feel a sense of control and, and, uh, and worth and value. Otherwise, again, it's just, it's, you're waking up and jumping into the hamster wheel or you're mm-hmm. clocking in and jumping into the hamster wheel. And this is one of those things that like, it, it just refocuses back to something I'm passionate about, which is purpose. Yes. And
1: yes. I love that. I love your purpose of purpose, purpose. on this podcast. <laughs>
0: yes. So, um, all right. Um, I want to ask you one final question, and then we are um, – we're going to get your information and, and find out how people can get in touch with you and all of that stuff. So how would how – would, like you just – like I was with you, and you are with me, and that was really cool even though we're thousands of miles away. But um, like how, how would I do that on my own? Is that something like I hop in an airplane or you know I have the dog moment or <laughs> whatever? How do I like do like what what space would I and should I have an instructor? And in what space am I able to um, just kind of self-guide in some of those areas?
1: Yes, Donnie, I'm so happy that you asked that because I would love to share these great tools that I use every day. One is called Insight Timer. I believe it's free, and it's, it has meditations. It has yoga nidra on there you could listen to. It has a timer where if you just want to lie in shavasana, which is corpse pose at the end of your practice, and you don't want to fall asleep, <laughs> you can set a timer, and it'll have a charming bell at the end. Um, there's actually a couple different bells you can choose from. I was playing it.
2: <laughs> and
1: so that's a really great tool that I recommend everybody use because it's free and available. Of course, if you want to go deeper and really find the blocks to why it's hard for you to, to meditate and sit still and, and do yoga and take that time, maybe you feel deep down guilty for practicing self-care, which I've heard a lot of people do. That's that's definitely in my clientele, that's definitely mm. one of the biggest things. But it's so valuable because again, you're you're not only doing yourself a disjustice, but everyone around you by not showing up fully present in your best state of mind every day. And and that's what matters. So mm. I think this is a simple practice. You can you can practice at any time you feel a little flustered or just not in the right mindset. And of course, there are so many great yoga instructors out there and teachers, and I would be more than happy to answer any of anybody's questions. Or I also do Zoom calls with clients as well. So one-on-one yoga trainings are important to me, getting to know my clients and, and really helping them live out their fullest potential as well
2: Mm.
0: all right brooke i i have uh i've thoroughly enjoyed this and uh i've I've honestly gotta say i'm I'm a different human than i was just 30 minutes ago you probably i'm going to go back and listen to this i'm sure my my voice is so much more relaxed and um there's something definite to be said about choosing your state or at least you know having the right state and i'll I'll never forget the moment where I decided that instead of being uh, the sales warrior this this person who used grit and strength and all of those things to go out there and uh, make things happen instead yeah. i I chose to be the joyful farmer that mm-hmm. uh that just the the joy really was was the biggest place of empowerment for me. Um, doing this practice here actually helped me to recenter right back onto. The joyful farmer, and if I were to be honest, earlier in the day, I think I was probably more that task warrior,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, and I was a I was a human doing, and not a human being. And so, uh, wow, this is this has been this has been really cool. I've never done this on uh, any of my podcasts, but uh, this has been this has been revelatory, and I'm so thankful for it. And I'm I'm sure, the listeners are going to get a ton out of this as well. Brooke, how can we um, how can we connect with you? If um, let's just say someone's like, you know what, I like I like this chick's style, and I'd love to have a consultation, or I'd love to connect and find out resources, or or you know, wow, it just feels like that we are, you know, that that we think the same thoughts and in believe the same things. I need to connect with this person. How how can we get in touch with you, Brooke?
1: Absolutely, thank you, Donnie. I would love to connect with everyone. My Instagram is Brooke with an E. The letters O G. Yoga, and then my email would be Brooke at Gmail.com. So, Instagram or Facebook, they're the same Brooke OG Yoga. And then also, our home shala is realyogaestate.com. If you want to check us out there, see what we have going on, we've got an upcoming retreat, a three day retreat just to realign and recharge, rejuvenate yourself. Um, spaces are pretty limited on that one, so I encourage you if that sounds like something you're drawn to, check it out and see what we have to offer. It's going to be really great. We have accommodation spaces as well, and then I'm also planning a retreat back to Bali. Actually, a divine intervention. Some girls of of mine in the local area asked if I would help them organize their retreat to Bali and it's actually in my uh, in my intentions for the new year to do that so we're going to make that happen in August and I'm looking forward to that as well
0: love 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 it Brooke thank you so much for being a part today Brooke
1: thank you Donnie I'm so honored and I hope you get to use this meditation app and if you have any other questions please let me know I am always here for you I love what you're doing.
0: Love it. Hey guys, listen, just like your skills and your potential, yoga also is not limited to your zip code. So let's go out there and crush it because if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. Hey, thanks for joining us. And before you hit that next button on that phone, I want you to continue with me for just a little bit longer because I've put something together especially for you. I want you to go over to DonnyTuttle.com and you are going to find that I have put together a course on selling anywhere. I have literally taken all of the mistakes out of this thing that I've learned over the course of two and a half years. And I provide a template of how you can go out there and sell anywhere, everything from the traveling and the moving to the setup to the teardown to the mindset, methods, and motivation to different formats of being able to present to people in a way that is compelling. I have done that for you, and I'm asking you to go to dunnytuttle.com and download the first class session for free. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you on the next episode.